Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. I have back on with me is Kathy Wattrell, and she was last on a couple days ago where we were talking about how her judge, Judge Bass, was going to somehow recuse herself. And finally, she has. So I totally welcome you, Kathy, back to slam the gavel. And we're celebrating because we can't celebrate enough. We sure are. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Excellent news. (laughs) Mm. So how did you feel when you got that in the mail? You know, it was relief, um, just a big sigh. And at the same time, this is one step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. The first step in three years in the right direction. So it's mixed feelings. Yeah, and I'm really trying to stay with the excitement and the gratitude with everything. Right. Super grateful. Yes for the right thing to happen. And I believe that the chief judge may have had a hand in encouraging the signature of that. That would be great <laughs> if, that, if that happened. Is that politically correct to say it that way? Um, so I'm not sure. There's no way really to know. Mm-hmm. But it's curious that she waited a whole week of having that um that disqualification motion and then real, you know, a week later signed it. So. Huh. I think someone had some influence in that. I I just, I, I don't know why I believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe you're right. There's 36 judges in our courthouse, I believe. And that's a lot of people to oversee. I thought that a chief judge would know if a recusal motion came in. I'm understanding now that that's pretty rare that they would be granted. So I'm just really super happy that some other courthouse personnel are aware of what has been going on there. And for too long. That That's a sad part. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Right when she became a judge, she was uh, removed from the nationally televised murder trial of a teen. Mm-hmm for really breaking her oath back then fast forward 10 years later. And here we are with her writing something very prejudicial about me and um, having the being so comfortable with her bias that she wrote that in her notes so she could remember when she wrote my order. Well, you know, I think, cause I've seen pictures of judge ba- bias, <laughs> bias, bias, <laughs> but um Maybe she's jealous of you, too, because I also wonder if that comes into play with judges. You know, I I have no way to speculate on that. And I don't think that my place has been enviable in any way. I try to stay positive. I try to be um, moving forward each day. But I've had some of my darkest days in this last six years and divorcing a trial lawyer who was determined to take me down. And that was how he was going to win, regardless of the effect on our children. Mm. Um, So here we are six years later. Finally, this is one step in the right direction. All the orders have to be vacated. So let's just call it $100,000 for the nine motions or, you know, court proceedings we had before her. That's all wasted, I believe, oh. unless you know of a way to personally sue a judge. Um, 
I, I'm sure there's 20 ways to skin a cat. I'm sure there are, you know, uh, people talk about these bonds. I'm sure there's a way to find a way to do this because I don't know. I think, I think she could be jealous of you because you are prettier than her. Well, that's, thank you for those kind words. <laughs> um, I try to be pretty from the inside though. I try to do kind things and be real. Um, so I don't know what her motivation is. I just don't. And um, I think we opined last time a little bit about the psychiatric status and mm -hmm. if that, if we could have a review for that, you know, I just, it was clarified to me by a lawyer that I was speaking to today that she's an elected official. So you have to impeach her in a sense. It's not just like, Oh, wow, you're suspended or, They've transferred her around, but I don't believe that we can just completely oust her. And some of that's happening on the national level now. So here it is in Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. The mm -hmm. judge finally, after the fifth motion. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's excited. Uh, Do you want to hear what they wrote to me, Miriam? Yeah, this would be great. Read All right, well, let me put on my spectacles here. So... It says, order granting former wife's fifth verified motion to disqualify judge. This cause comes before the court upon former wife's fifth verified motion to disqualify judge filed by counsel on July 21st, 2023, pursuant to Florida rule of general Practice and Judicial Administration 2.330. The court finds defendant's motion is legally sufficient. Ordered that former wife's fifth verified motion to disqualify judge is granted in capital letters. The court requests the chief judge appoint a successor judge as quickly as possible. Done in Chambers in Jacksonville, Duval County, Florida, July 31st, 2023. Oh, interesting. So this was the same day that the judges received it. That's the first I realized that. Huh. So they she didn't wait the whole weekend, but that's when we received it. So um, uh, signed Suzanne Bass. This is why I drink. So, I mean, you know. I didn't even know. So that was a more immediate reaction than just thinking about it over the weekend. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's too bad you couldn't have known that what before the weekend. So you could just <laughs> really, you know, toss it up <laughs> over the weekend. Right. Exactly. Um, so that was pretty hopeful for me. I mean, that's a, a celebration right there. And mm -hmm. hopefully that she can do right by both of my children. Right. That's why I'm there. And um, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how as quickly as possible what that means for the appointment of a new judge. And we'll just have to pray that the next judge does the right thing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, but in the meantime, we've been having fun with your podcast and several <laughs> TikToks and <laughs> Um, I think it was the podcast. Mary. Uh, the podcast got out and she knew. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I think. This I is think, why I drink. I know. 
slam the gavel. Here's to slam the gavel. So um, I know. No, it just feels really great to be supported by wise people like yourself. Oh, and, thank you. Um, get your perspective. And I am a persistent person. And this has been you know, trying me a lot, but I just can't let it go. And it's the first step for other people. We need to really request records from the police, from child protective services, from the court as well. Now, I'm sure all my information is on lockdown, but I'm still going to try to get the rest of these hearing notes. Right. And you deserve the hearing notes. I wonder what else was written. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, she probably wrote that that woman prettier than I am. And I should have had a facelift 14 years ago. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, we found that one on the Internet. Um, that was a campaign photo with the green truck. I mean, the green farm truck is everything, I think. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, I, I wish her well. Um, I believe her term is up in January of 25. And... Oh. I hope she doesn't run because I'm going to be so politically engaged at that point. I'm going to be there with signs. She's a couple streets down from my house. I'm going to activate a whole grassroots uh, movement about this because it's not okay. And I still like our local media to pick it up. And I think with our podcasts and some of the TikToks, it's of interest because this is the second time in this judge's career that she's been disqualified and removed from a case, once in criminal court, once in family court. And you can't tell me nothing happened in between those 10 years. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's more going on than I think, um, you know, other people probably may not have even spoken out about. You know, some people are so beaten down and so sad and upset that they just they don't report the judge. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or know how to do that. And you send a complaint into the Judicial Qualifications Committee and that's a volunteer organization. And they're like, you know, oh, well, everyone complains about their judge. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I've really learned so much about how the government works, particularly the court. I really think in addition to personal finance classes, they should um, teach something about family court. Right. And when it happens to you, you know, know how to navigate it a little bit, but um, all of it is learning so much politics that are involved. And if we could just get it abolished, that would just be a big help for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And then this generation that's, you know, um, the Mayas of the world that are going to the, you know, the um, camps and all these things. I mean, they're going to have to make a change, a big change for us. Yeah. I mean, even even with my kids that went through this, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want their kids to go through this. We don't want any more family court. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so my youngest, she goes to the office with her dad. So she has a summer internship at the the law firm that he works for and you know i said i you better be you know a family court lawyer and then change all of this Mm -hmm. she she said she was thinking about it oh yeah it's got to go away Mm -hmm. fast 100 percent but 
I'm so glad. I know. Thank you. Celebrate this with you. Yeah, I am thrilled. I just um, what a relief. Yeah, it's a real relief. It's the next step forward. Um, The other thing I hope that can happen is that there's personal liability when a judge acts as she did in this case outside of her judicial, you know. Yeah, there is. That's fraud on the court. Mm-hmm. absolutely but when she does something illegal and that was pretty weird so it's a real weird one i don't know if they investigate say where did this notion come from this absurdity where'd you get that did you imagine it what's happening under the robe i mean yeah. honestly like right <laughs> yeah i'm sitting there crying and um worried about the the safety and the well-being of our children and at home alone in my house, you know, and she's um, creating these stories. So anyway, it feels very good that some truth has come out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep working to see if maybe some other people in our community have been harmed by her. Some other people of a few. Um, and so it's, it's a way to meet people that we never would have come across each other's paths. Right. Right. And, uh, it'd be great if you can find those people that have been hurt because I know my judge destroyed a lot of families besides mine mm-hmm. and who told Anything me that never happened to her, Marion. uh, him actually, him? well, <laughs> what, well, actually my counselor told me that, oh, you're not the only family he's destroyed. So what had happened was I just started asking for God's help. I said, God, deal with this judge, just deal with him. And God did. Believe it or not, on the same date he took my kids away, the following year is the same date he died of oh, pancreatitis. Wow. So we must have a moment of silence <laughs> in memory. Yes. Yes. So God dealt with him. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it will happen. It's not for us to do. It's just for us to take the next right step. Right. Right. And that's what's really helped me work on that so much is just staying in my lane. What do Mm -hmm. I control? What do I not control? I've become really good at not caring what other people think of me. It's none of my business. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You have to be a free spirit during this time when you're trying to get justice for your family and your Mm -hmm. kids. You're doing super well. Thank you so much. It's not always been that way. And there's been some super difficult times, but I also feel really, really thankful for uh, reconnecting with my youngest who's been alienated and weaponized against me. We went, okay, now this is so much that I deserve this little cocktail oh. here is that we went to body pump this morning at five 30. Mm. Yeah. And she wants, she wants to work out every morning and we're having fun and listening to fun music in the car. So um, good. Yeah. I'm just like saving all those little moments. And then still working towards the right the right outcome here we've got to find a way to stop these personality disorders from destroying our kids when they have them then they're saying all these horrible things and bad mouthing mom or dad and then when we get the kids back then they they're just you know confused they're splitting mm-hmm. and that and this uh parental alienation has got to stop with these 
personality disorders. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, After the wedding that he just had in June in Italy, it seems that everything's kind of subsided a bit, that maybe he was worried if he would get married or not. Um, (laughs) You know, good luck, you know, best wishes, all that. And, you know, my youngest and I, we've really connected. It's not been any adjustment period. And we were always super close. So it's kind of like we just are picking up at that point. So Mm -hmm. I feel so thankful. I I, sometimes I'm sure you feel the same way that in one day, I feel like I live a month sometimes, right? So much happens. And, um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm just here for the road trip in life and um, so thankful to be able to celebrate this with you, though. It's- this is a great idea. That's a lot to celebrate. It gives other parents hope. There is hope. Mm-hmm. Don't. Oh, yes. Don't give up. It Things can happen. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest saving grace for me was to reach is to connect with other people because if you feel isolated, if you feel like this is only happening to you, it's not. Mm-mm. And I've had people at my house that currently have this judge and we've worked on JQC complaints and we ordered DoorDash and it's oh. like, okay, I never would have known you guys if, if uh-huh. we hadn't been wronged in the same way. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to let it go. I care too much about our community and too much about our kids to just say, oh, okay, well, things are working out for me and I'm not going to try to try to reform anything. You know, it's just yeah. it's not okay. I'm just trying to abolish it. I know you are. You're just like, geez, you know, this is, this <laughs> is, this is my, drink. my drink. Okay. <laughs> purpose in life. <laughs> You're going for the nuclear. Um, I'm just happy if we have, you know, psychological assessments. I love the idea of a lie detector test. Here, here. Yeah. Here's the truth and justice. So <laughs> I want to ask you, because I mean, I know we're going to keep this short, but how can people reach you if they have any questions? <laughs> well, they could go on Facebook and join the group Pow Moms. POW moms, or I'm also part of a group of one mom's battle, the Florida chapter. And there's great moms in both groups. Um, Some have been in there for 10 years, some just beginning that journey and so much support, whether it's a referral to a lawyer or, you know, some strategy or some, some hope that they're not alone. And it, you know, I used to work for an employee assistance program as a therapist. And so that whole point of that was that we improve productivity in the workplace. And I often think about how devastating this is for productivity to, Mm -hmm. you know, for the, I think if it, if it affected somebody's bottom line and productivity in the workplace, maybe we would care about it a little more. Right. But you can imagine people are barely functioning when they're hemorrhaging money and they're not, you know, they're not sure about the well-being of their children, where they're going to live and what's going to happen. And it should not have to be like this. Um, I talked to one mom who lives in Charleston and she said each hearing, each court proceeding, they have a different judge. Mm. Now, what do you think about that for an option to abolishment? Um, alternative. 
I don't know. You know, a different judge. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. It could be a good thing. But then the other judge who owns the case should know the case so well and read the exhibits. Can they please read the exhibits? This is why I drink. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, because no one's reading the exhibits and this is why uh, parents and children are getting hurt. The targeted fit parents are getting hurt. So Mm -hmm. are the children. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we've got to take it down to civil court. Enough is enough. This is a uh, my, my guest said yesterday she's doing the hashtag nine three six miles for. Oh yes, and she That's said amazing. this is so powerful, right? And it's a, it's a national crisis. You know, I mean, uh, we can't let this go on any further with, you know, child murders and you know these judges making the wrong decision by giving them to the abuser. Mm-hmm. So enough's enough. Let's just abolish it and start over with civil court like it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love that. And if we could get a jury for it, I think yes. they have enough time getting juries for other cases, but right. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Even if we had three people, I'll go for three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with yeah, three or four, but it's gotta be yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> civil court, I think in some states it's six, a six-person jury. But yeah, I think they have a hard time getting jurors, though. Oh, I'd go. Yeah, me too. I tried to be on one, but they said I might have a conflict. But yeah, it's so interesting to me, you know, decision-making process and how people's um, experiences play into how they perceive something, mm-hmm. um, which is what happens with a judge. They are, they do have their worldview. They just cannot be prejudiced they have to follow the law Mm -hmm. you have to have someone of an open mind you can't take away that there are people that have lived a life but let's look at the facts um and it's it's really sad i don't know you know the thought of um kickbacks and payoffs that's always a possibility with court and um that's another reason i think um to get the jurors because then that takes away that Mm -hmm. component. There's a lot to think about, but it's got to go. So Mm -hmm. our kids don't suffer. Mm -hmm. There's no reason you should have to sit through a divorce that goes on six years or Mm -hmm. trying to establish custody when there's been uh, actual exhibits with abuse and the judge is just not reading it or they yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's one thing they have not said about me that I've I've been an abusive parent. Just that, oh yeah, I'm hard to get along with. Oh, that, that was the narrative that they chose. So. They haven't met me yet, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you might have some guidelines, so your children aren't. You know, they can learn to make good choices. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not able to, then you can have some guidelines, but. Anyway, I'm so happy. I feel like this is the start of um, some good momentum. And um, just to give other people hope if they're struggling, hang in there. It is a a long game. Whoever stays in it the longest. And and it's sad that it would be considered a game. That we're, We're talking about children's lives. This is what the trial lawyer father has chosen for us, though. We were here from the start because he couldn't be fair. Right. He refused to be fair and split whatever assets we had. And um, he wasn't able to do that. So here we are six years later. But I think 
he's probably not going to like it. We have a three-day trial. It's called a trial now when you get three days in a row. It's a contempt um, motion that's being heard over three days. We're going to have lots of exhibits, witnesses. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have that be heard because it is so atrocious what's happened over this period of time. And at the same time, the father is suing nursing homes for the same type of neglect and abuse. How twisted. It is very much so that he's a, I think he called himself a community crusader in an article, a paid ad that looked like a magazine article, community crusader. Mm -hmm. So what he tries to do is prevent information um, from being, from being brought forth. So I'm going to stay with it. For shame. For shame on him. Yes. Right? God, God will deal with him too. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hey, don't jump off. Okay. Slam the Gavels of Podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I am your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again here with Kathy Wattrell in the future and other exciting guests. Thank you so much, Kathy. And Thank congratulations. You. Thank you so much. I appreciate it and appreciate you. I appreciate you more. Let me tell you. <laughs>